Episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Joyce Sparkler, Jivanisi, and joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's Sup. business? Sup? Uh, good. I, you know, a relief now that you're doing some of my work for me and helping me, like with the podcast. Of, yeah, and the prep and the docs, and you're, you're just you're like a process man. I'm trying. Mm. And we're we're working on that hard. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to banner too much because uh, we have a friend on the show, a mutual friend of ours, and the founder of MadFiantist.com. Brandon, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the show, so I, I was actually just listening to you guys today in the gym. Um, but you guys are going to oh, be weird. about fifty percent less fast in your talking because I usually. Uh, double yeah, speed exactly. <laughs> if you uh if you slow down our banter in the beginning there's something really funny about it i like the, the theme music just gets really funny and then my intro is like hey everybody <laughs> nice um what was the episode would uh, we record these things so far in advance what was the episode you heard oh, it was i was still like a few back it was like the top five questions or something you had you're just, oh, yeah, just, you're just going through questions it was good though yeah, we're gonna do that today. Thank you. Um, how are things over at the Mad Fiantist? They're good, man. They're um, yeah, yeah. You guys and Andrew, particularly over the last couple of days, has helped me speed up my sites, which is something I've just neglected for seven years. Um, I thought it was, you know, it was like one point nine seconds to to download, and I thought that was like awesome, just compared to everybody else. But then now I'm under point five seconds, and I just can't wait for google to just send me millions of people <laughs> what, what, what specifically did you do what did you, did you change so i took out a lot of um javascript stuff from my email provider convertkit which is what you guys use um yep i upgraded to cloudflare pro uh based on andrew's yep. recommendations and he did a lot of page rules. Oh, yeah. Lots of page rules and enabled Argo and all these other mm. funny named things that he was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, check that, check that. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Let's see. And then, yeah, just removed a bunch of stuff from the site that was using JavaScript. And um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's just so fast. I'm so pumped. That's good. And but you don't get a lot of traffic through search, do you? I don't know. You you guys know better than me because you <laughs> use all those fun tools. Um, I think I do. But a lot of I think most of my stuff is direct. And I think what you guys were talking about when we were chatting in Skype was that yeah. a lot of people just search Mad Fintus. So that seems to be a lot of right. traffic, too. I mean, yeah, you got it. It's, it's huge numbers you're putting mm. up for that. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you, Ahrefs. <laughs> Well, okay, so before, you know, we're going to get into some more things, especially we're going to talk about running experiments in our online businesses. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, 
my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. So we're talking about uh, online business experiments. And I think you and Andrew and I have similar approaches. Um, and we also <laughs> all met in the personal finance world. And uh, currently, we are all doing a podcast in the middle of a popular financial bloggers conference. Yeah, so I've, this is my first year missing it in about five years. And it was wow. sort of a um, conscious choice. Um, so yeah, like some of the the whole reason for reaching financial independence and being able to quit my job was so that I could like really just dive into some hobbies and some fun stuff that I felt like my job was getting in the way of. And one of those things is synthesizers, which is pretty dorky, but I love it. Um, so mm -hmm. it, like I, my, my point of reaching fire wasn't to become a financial blogger or a financial personality or any of that stuff. Um, so that stuff was taking up a lot of my time. And I was like, you know yeah. what, this year, like, I'm just going to live my post fi life that I had envisaged before the mad finest took off. And, you know, that entails a lot of like, synthesizer stuff, music stuff, just like fun stuff like that. So instead of FinCon this year, mm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Moog Fest, which Moog synthesizers are like one of the <laughs> biggest synth manufacturers. And I was like, I'm going to I always say Moog. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Moog, but like Moog. Brits say Moog and lots of other people say Moog. And I think it's okay. like Dutch and it's probably like mm. some really crazy pronunciation. But I think Bob Moog used to call himself Moog. So <laughs> I okay. think that's well, legit. That, yeah. So I went to that that's instead and I was like, because it's like after leaving your job, you're like, you need a new, your identity's gone. So like my identity as a software developer is gone. And you have to replace that with something. So it was obviously easy to replace that with being this financial personality, the mad scientist. Sure. And then I, after two years of doing that, I was like, well, what am I doing? Like, that's not the identity I want. That's not the life, you know, like, like it's a great bonus and it's been a, I'm like so lucky to have it, but I'm sure. like, I need to like sort of form this new identity around the things that I actually want to do. And part of that was like, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to go to a synth conference instead of a financial blogger conference this year. Yeah, go to a conference that you're like, I mean, not that you're, would you say you're interested in blogging though, or were interested in blogging at the time, which is like yeah. why you would go to a conference like right, that. Right. Yeah. No. And, and it's about building relationships too. So, I, and I'm still interested in blogging and still interested in building relationships. Um, sure. But it's just over the last couple of years, it started getting, started getting a bit crazy. And it's more now like being a personality and being the mad scientist. And that was just weird to me. And, um, so, yeah. so I was like, yeah, I'll just take a year off and go to a synth conference instead. Well, can you tell us about the, the, um, before we get into the, like the, uh, the current experiment that you're running a little bit about the history of the mad scientist, because I, I don't think I know, to be honest, like I just know you as a person 
and your your online personality is separate to me. It's just like, oh yeah, you also run a thing. It's like, you know, like you don't know me as the swim university guy, and then it's like you knew me second. It's just, I I don't know. I just met you. Were like, oh you're that guy. Yeah, got it. Okay, but all right. Besides that, like, let's have a beer. Um, what? How did it start? Like, what was your like? Like, what was your journey from um, you know, just being a dude. Uh, being a programmer, you had a job as a programmer, I'm assuming before that, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so I was a yeah. professional programmer. And so it's it's actually a pretty sad story, but funny that yeah, my, my friends still make fun of me about it. But um, it all happened when I turned 30. So I had a complete meltdown. Uh, we, we had rented this cottage up in the mountains of Vermont and all my friends came. We had this great day of skiing. We went out for mm-hmm. dinner, had drinks. It was amazing. Came back and then like the the weight of being 30 really hit me and really? i just had an absolute meltdown in front of all my friends i was like what have i done with my life i've done nothing uh this is just you know like the, i just had to just this absolute breakdown and yeah it was it was funny the next day but at the time like my wife well she was my girlfriend at the time but now my wife she got all mad she's like what do you mean you didn't do anything with your life like what what have we built and like it just turned into this like whole <laughs> dramatic right. thing it was ridiculous like uh, stuff like that doesn't really happen, but yeah. So anyway, so the, the whole reason for that was because like in my twenties, I had all these like big ideas and great ideas and stuff. And then I would just overanalyze them to death. So I would just think about them and I would plan every eventuality like, oh, I need a lawyer for this just so that I have right. the right disclaimers at the bottom of the page and all this stuff. And and then by the time like I would get through all that, like I would be so sick of the idea that I would think like this is just not going to work. Stupid, it's not going to work. Yeah, or I'd be so just sick of it that I wouldn't want to do it anyway. So that was my twenties, and I was just like, "This is crazy. This is awful." Like I really wanted to create st- something. Like I wanted to, you know, maybe be an entrepreneur or you know, cre- create a business or just a small business. Mm-hmm. And everything I did, um, yeah, I would just quit. And you're talking. And you're talking about online businesses because that's what you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a developer side. All these at the time, actually, it was more like building applications, like web applications. So it wasn't even like blogging or anything like that. It was um, I had ideas for yeah, building web apps and mobile apps, uh, mobile apps too. I was doing like Mm. iPhone programming back when that sort of came out. Um, So I was, but I I just never did anything like to, to to finish it. So. So yeah, I was just like, oh, this, yeah, that was the main reason for my 30-year-old meltdown. So then afterwards, I just started the Mad Findus because at the time I was really excited about financial independence. So this was, you know, I'd stumbled upon the idea of financial independence and retiring early, probably like two years earlier, um, or maybe uh, maybe a year, year and a half uh, through JD Roth's blog, getrichslowly.org, and he had linked. What year was this? 2011. So it was a year before I started the site, sometime in 2011. uh, He did a review of uh, Early Retirement Extreme by Jacob Lund Fisker. And Mm -hmm. it just blew my mind because I was always good with money and I was always saving money, but I didn't have anything to save for. I didn't like fancy cars or I didn't want like a big house or I didn't spend money on anything really. I just Mm -hmm. liked having money. So when I saw that I could save and then potentially not have to work again, I was like, well, this is amazing. So mm. I was really, really excited about it. And I was, you know, doing all this research and I was like, you know, if I start a site, that's going to force me to do even more research because the need for 
producing content will actually make me read tax documents. Whereas, <laughs> right. you know, if I didn't have like external motivation to do it, I'd be like, uh, you know, like my situation's fine. I'll get there eventually. Sure. But I was like, if I have external motivation, I will do the additional research that maybe could accelerate that path to financial independence. Um, so at the same time, I, so I was like, I'll start a blog and I'll just start writing about stuff. And at the time, I thought I was going to become like an amazing investor. I thought I would be looking into like stock picking strategies and all this sort of sure. stuff. Sure. Day trading. Right. Exactly. Um, but quickly realized, well, that's, you know, that's not the best way to do it if you want to have a high likelihood of succeeding. So um, that's what ended up leading to like tax avoidance and stuff. And that's what actually made my site more popular. Um, but at the same time, I was like, also, I'll start a podcast. And then that way, I can just talk to everyone that's retired early already, ask them how they did right. it, and get all the tips. Like it, it was purely selfish. And to this day, it's still purely selfish. That's why I only release an episode like once every two months, because it's like, I'm just interviewing people I really want to talk to and really want to ask questions. Yeah, um, that's an interesting strategy. <laughs> yeah. I love that strategy, actually. Yeah. Um, so that's that's exactly how it came about, and I was really sporadic back then. Like, I look at some of my podcast posting back in like 2012. I think I did like three episodes in 2012, and then maybe like five in 2013, and then I dropped down <laughs> to two in 2014 or something. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Um, mm. But since I've just done it for so long it's grown and um my 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 thought was always like if i'm as long as i'm adding more readers and listeners than i'm losing then eventually it's gonna be a success <laughs> right right and did you uh hate your job your previous job no no yeah, i didn't know it wasn't it like was, that it was, I, had a, I had a great job i was really lucky to have a job and that's something that i've realized after leaving my job is that I blamed my job for a lot, but really it was me that was the problem. And sure. I, th I think that's a big issue that I see with people that are just racing towards this goal is like, mm -hmm. you are probably a bigger issue than your job is. And you're going to still be there after right. you leave your job and no matter how much money you have in the bank. So it, that's yeah, true. it's been an interesting journey. And did you reach uh, financial independence before starting the blog or like kind of in the middle? No, no. So I started the blog. So I had my meltdown in January of 2012 and then started uh -huh. the site a few days later in February. Mm -hmm. And I didn't quit my job till 2016. So oh, wow. I'd okay. hit five before then. I'd worked a bit longer than I expected because I ended up getting an amazing like remote working situation that was even better than the previous situation um yeah. so yeah no it was it was like i said it was the whole you reason for the blog was so that i would figure out ways to accelerate my own path to fire yeah. and then hopefully help others in the process and so what's funny is like you you're at this point now it seems that you're financially independent you have this blog now yep uh do you like i i kind of feel it's similar to um you know, like where I am at Swim University, like once it's made enough money for me to survive and and kind of run an autopilot, I'm sort of like, I'm a little checked out. Yeah. You know, not fully, not fully, but I'm a little like, uh, there's other things that I, now that I have this lifestyle, I can do, which is, I think, where you're at now, where, where and, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, uh, 
being able to work on synthesizers and for me, homebrewing and and not necessarily have to work in the business all the time. However, that is still a hobby of mine. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I like doing both. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that that was sort of the, over the last year, um, because I'm sure you guys are following it, the whole fire thing has blown up and it's it's getting much different than it was in the early days. Just, it's just a lot of people and a lot of money involved now. And it's just, it's just a weirder, different scene than it was at first. And I was like sort of getting stressed about it. And I'm like, you know, I don't I don't want to be like the famous mad scientist when I go places. I'd rather just meet people that like like we met and just have a beer. And it's like, oh, he does that thing. And yeah, it's fine. Um, so and I was like, well, yeah, this I didn't expect to have the mad scientist as it stands now. So that every, everything's gravy. Like it's it's all it's bigger than I thought it would be. It makes more money than I ever expected it to. So it's so I've taken this like. like a 50,000 foot view of it over the last year and been like, what is, what do I like about this? And the thing that I love about it is like being able to put ideas out there and then get all these amazing people giving me feedback Mm -hmm. and giving me, you know, um, ideas on top of my ideas and things like that. And I was like, I don't have to be the person that is at the conference and, you know, doing the networking thing anymore. Like, I've got all the readers I could ever want. And yeah, if they, I get more, that's great, but I don't need to, you know, go schmooze with other bloggers just because I feel like that's what every blogger has to do. It's like, well, no, at this stage, it's like, it's all good. So I can go to a synthesizer. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you have any specific goals for the mad Fintest going forward? No, not at all. So I, I, there's a picture in my head of like what I think it could be. And I think there's, holes in the story that I haven't told about like personally yet, um, which I want to fill those holes because like at at the end of the day, like I don't have any goals to write a book or anything, but I would like the mad scientist on the internet to be the complete picture if I can get it there. And I think there's some missing pieces. So I'm going to fill in those missing pieces. Um, I'd also like to maybe do some more stuff with software because that would combine two of my loves is yeah, programming and then Mm -hmm. all the financial stuff. Um, but yeah, no, no real goals. Like, and that's, that's why I've struggled to be in like mastermind groups and stuff. I think I talked to you guys about this offline, but like, you know, I just, I don't really do that much. Like the, the, the optimization of the speed over the last couple of days has been amazing. Um, but it took like some really serious pushing from you guys and just like realizing, cause I'd heard on your podcast all the time, like how page speed matters and stuff. And, uh, yeah, just, it's easy not to do that stuff when your site's up and running. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it becomes this little fun, like side project. Yeah. Right. What a thing that like is already done. I don't know if um, like Andrew, how do you feel about listen money matters right now as like the way that I feel about some university and how do you get like, I, I find it difficult to work on in a way. So I've been feeling that, a bit lately. And I have to say that uh, I've been following Brandon's stuff. And uh, I remember when he quit his job and how he would talk about how he kind of felt with that. And I found a lot of similar feelings for me, I guess. um, I feel like I'm still sprinting and I'm I'm not quite sure what like the goal or the line is. Uh, I'm having babies. So I I feel like it's like the last bit. I, I don't know. Honestly, it's it's just a hobby, really. It's a very expensive hobby. 
and time consuming. Really time consuming. Yeah. Without it, I think I would have to then like know who I am or like, you know, Oh, be more self-aware. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to like, I don't know, go to the gym or something. Uh, so I code, yeah. so I don't have to go to the gym. <laughs> I mean, that's Dude, one the way gym's, to do it. The gym has changed my life. Like, uh, honestly, it has been the best change post work that, uh, and I, I'm so stupid for not doing it pre work because it just, because really? like you guys are the same. I'm sure you could stare at your screen and just get so hyper focused on something and just like your whole day disappears. Eight hours later, you're like, yep. what happened? And then your body just feels so bad. So, like, having at least a gym day every other day or something just like really resets my body so that i can then yeah sit down and like go crazy on something on the computer yeah because that's the thing with with all of this work i mean i think too the three of us all do all of the work it's not like we're just the bloggers and we're just the writers and we hire people to design the website or build the thing we're doing every single piece of it and that is taxing you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah no i i I am a control freak in that yeah. sense, and I'm trying to figure out ways to let go of some of that stuff, but I just, I can't do it. And I, I've even started going the opposite way. I've started doing my own translations with Google AI because I, I want it quicker and I want to, cause uh, like I, I just publish things like, like I finish it and then I publish it the next day. Cause like I procrastinate until the day I want to yeah. publish it. And then I'm like, Oh shit, I got to publish it. Um, so in that sort of time frame, like my translator can't work that quickly. So I'm like, shit, I'll just I'll just do it on Google Translate AI. And then I'm sitting there for hours like formatting oh my God. computer generated text and stuff. Like it's 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 getting bad. So yeah, I need to sort of let go, I guess plan ahead, get some help and just like try to what are you yeah, translating? Outsource some stuff. Like my podcast episode. Oh, so transcribing. Like oh, oh, oh. Not yeah. like oh, what did translating. I say? Oh no! Sorry. I was, I was like, "Wow, he's manually translating his blog post. That's hard." I was like, what? How many languages do you speak? <laughs> Let me just add that to my list of things I have to do this week. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, it, it's funny uh, you talk no, about sorry. the OCD stuff. We we have like notes between Matt and I for episodes that we do. Nobody sees it except for Matt and I, and we literally spent like an hour today learning Google Docs formatting techniques so we could better <laughs> ma- like make it look so beautiful. And they're yeah. like yellow in some places, like yeah. perfect indentation. Uh, like it's awful. Yeah. yeah, so bad. It's rough. Have you heard of Rev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I used them at one point, but then I found what is this? Somebody that what's Rev? Uh, it's for Ponsgrad podcast transcriptions. Oh. I think it's like a buck a minute or something. Yeah, and I use it for. I just started using it for YouTube videos um as a way because apparently all of the captions that you manually upload are part of the metadata of the search and i was Mm. like oh shit (laughs) yeah that's just like fuels my fire for sure yeah yeah no i used rev and then i found somebody to do it for 50 cents a minute so my my frugal (laughs) nature just won't but they're slower because rev's like next day or like probably in a couple hours Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that that may be a good option instead of sitting there for literally hours, like making new sentences and yeah paragraphs, and it's just so stupid. Yeah. Um. Let's 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 get into um the the business thing. So one of the things that you did, sure. uh, and and go check out it's madfiantist.com. You one of your more recent blog posts was a online business experiment. Yep. Um. My first question is, why, why, <laughs> why, sure. like on Mad Scientist, are you going? 
hey, I want to do an online business experiment. Like, what's the what? Like, what made you say this would be good fodder for Mad Scientist? Yeah, well, I think it's perfect for Mad Scientist because, like I said, um, when you quit your job, so a lot of my readers are pursuing financial independence and they mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. potentially retire early, and you know that is a heavy thing. Like, like yeah. Andrew said, like. If you're not sprinting, then you have a lot of time to reflect on like who you are as a person and try to, <laughs> you know, there's some deep and heavy stuff that comes your way. Yeah. And I was so thankful to have the Mad Scientist there for when I quit my job because then I just launched myself into that. And it I sort of treated it like work, but it was something that was a much more meaningful and much more rewarding than work was. Yeah. Um, so the whole reason I wanted to write about, you know, starting an online business is because that could be something that someone else who reaches Phi can throw themselves into. Um, but also it was sort of to share the reasoning behind starting the Mad Fientist. So some of the stuff we talked about earlier with, I started the Mad Fientist so that I would get, so I'd force myself to get better at this thing and talk to other people who already are good at this thing and learn from them. And so I wanted to do the same thing with the whole synthesizer stuff. So yeah. it's a hobby but I feel like I take things a lot more seriously when it's sort of a business. Yeah. So I will go to a conference and I'll be more likely to talk to people because I want to, you know, spread the new word of my business and sort of mm-hmm. get to meet people. Um, I will learn how to do that thing so much better because when you're trying to teach somebody else, you have to really know it at a different level than you would if you're just trying to learn it for yourself. I guess it's a little bit of accountability as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it keeps you keeps you active in it, keeps you going with it. And that was the whole reason. So the the post that I wrote was like how to start a business and guarantee success. Because if you pick your business like that in a way that at the worst case, like if the mad scientist had failed and no, I had no readers. I would have probably done it for a couple years trying to get it off the ground. And in that time, I learned so many things that then helped me on my path to financial independence that it, it easily yeah. took you know five years off of my working career, potentially. And yeah. so, and then you throw on top of that the people that I met through the podcasts, that then I had these connections, then the skills that I developed for you know websites, ownership and maintenance mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. WordPress. And anyway, so all of those things are huge benefits. So even if the Matt Fientist had never earned a penny, I would have had so many benefits. So the idea with the synth business was like, all right, well, even if I have no readers or listeners, um, I'm going to learn this stuff way quicker than I would have otherwise, which is going to make just playing around with these things that much more fun. Um, yeah. I'm going to potentially meet some other people in my area that I can then just like hang out and build synths with or play synths or whatever. Um, and I'm going to, in this particular case, I was wanting to sort of get into video and learn more about that whole side of things. Cause I've never really done much video on Mad Fientist. And I was like, so then mm-hmm. that's a whole new thing that I can potentially have a hobby with. Um, right. And then, so that's just like the normal stuff, but then you throw on like, being able to write some stuff off as a business expense instead of just spending money on it. And um, there's just loads of different benefits. So the whole reason for, yeah, doing this business when I don't actually, you know, need to earn more money, which is something we should come back to because 
not having that need or motivation anymore has really made this a lot harder than in starting the Mad Fine just was back in the day because I forgot about all the grunt work that goes into starting something from scratch yeah. um, that I just forgot about because that was seven, almost eight years ago now. Uh, right. And back then I was like really motivated because any like extra money would have helped me hit five sooner. Um, so that with, that's, a, that's a great. With the Mad Finances, you obviously wanted to earn money and stuff. And, you know, you were still working, so you had this, like, hunger. And I, I know that that hunger, to a degree, has propelled me forward with Listen Money Matters. Do you still have that hunger? Or, like, what is that thing that's pushing you with SynthLab? Or is it just, like, your wife, like, you have to get out of the house, just, you know? <laughs> you got to go meet some You got to go meet some synth yeah. buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely part of it. But, no, I would say I don't have the hunger, and that's why it's really sort of gone even slower than the launch of mad Finest has gone because i um yeah I, I, that's not there anymore and and yeah. even though like of course like when i started mad Finest, i would be like this would be amazing if this like earned money and i could sort of uh you know even speed up my journey more from this like new business venture um like uh, andrew knows like it's pretty difficult to sell stuff to fr really frugal people. <laughs> and, and so yeah. like for the first four <laughs> years, I, the site pretty much earned nothing because there was nothing I was comfortable enough, like promoting or, you know, um, actually like trying to get people interested in. So mm -hmm. for those first four years, I just sort of, I thought of it like physics, like you push a ball up the hill and you're creating potential energy and then when you let that ball go, it's going to, you know, travel faster and farther because there's a lot of potential energy built up. So I was like, well, I'm just going to build up potential energy and, you know, hopefully then I, maybe if I write a book one day, then I'll have all this, all these people that I could sell it to. So I, I focused on building up my email list, um, but just mm. at the time, because I didn't have anything in particular I thought was worthwhile promoting or trying to sell, um, and I'm really yeah. glad I did that because it felt like because at the time, like I was looking at all these other bloggers making all this money and I was like, man, my site's bigger than theirs. And I'd love to earn more money right now because I want to reach fire quicker. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this sucks. But at least building up the email list felt like I was doing something. It wasn't like I was wasting all the traffic I was getting. And I was like, well, one day maybe yeah. I'll write a book and then this email list is going to be great. It sounds like there's a motivational problem. Oh yeah. Now. And right. And so I'm 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 kind of in the same boat with Brew Cabin, where it's like it's a hobby of mine, it's a write-off of my personal hobby, but how do I but I don't really need it to make money. And so what's my motivation to write a blog post? What's my motivation to start doing video? Why? What's the point? I mean, there's 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 content there, there's traffic there, there's people subscribing. Uh what 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 how can we hack it at this level because uh and i think this is like i know this maybe not a lot of people who are at this level but i'm um there are people and they still they're still fucking out there doing like pat flynn's still making content like why <laughs> i know you know like dude you could stop working for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah i think um, it's like that pavlov's like hierarchy of needs you know on the bottom it's like that's uh Ma Ma maslow's maslow's yes it's pavlov like, is the dog <laughs> yeah pavlov's well the dog. <laughs> his his needs are get fed like poop uh, yeah, but like right. you know you need water shelter and as you get to the top there's like this tip it's called self-actualization 
Yeah. And it's like, uh, for me, it's like, what is Andrew made of? Like, what is it possible for him to make? And I don't, so you're, you're just really, your motivation is just like leveling up yourself. Yeah. Like, dude, same with Brendan and Matt Fientist and you with Swim You. It's like, listen, my matters doesn't need to make more money, but I spent 13 years as a developer. And so for my needs, I need to make a software product to almost to like validate the time I spent as a developer. But I think that you are you are motivated by money still. It's it's an easy uh, metric of if you're doing good, I guess. All right. So yeah, it's an easy thing to keep track of and increase incrementally and judge. But I'm not motivated by money, and I don't think you are either. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So so this is what I thought. So I okay. went. It's always about like the brain is so stupid. Like you just get caught up in stuff and then you have to like stop yeah. and be like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So I keep going back to that. Cause, cause when I came back from the synth conference, like that was going to be my big launch for the business. And I was like, cause I was going there to build a synth that only a hundred people at the end of that weekend would have in the whole world. Cause it's like this engineering workshop where you go and you build this with Moog engineers for eight hours. And then at the end of it, you have this unreleased Moog synthesizer that only a hundred of you or so have. So I was like, this is amazing. This is going to be the great way That's to launch the cool. blog because all these people, all these hundreds of thousands of people on the synthesizer subreddit are going to be like, what does this thing look like? What's it sound like? How did you build it? And all this stuff. And I was like, well, this will be great. This will be the easy way to launch. And then I got there and I was having a lot of fun <laughs> and <laughs> I did some video stuff. But then I was like, I don't know how to edit and all this shit. And I was like, I should have learned that before yeah. I went. Um, but I didn't have that drive, mm. that hunger that we talked about to sit in my hotel room instead of going out and having beers with people and seeing music. I didn't mm. have that drive to do that. So so the launch wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. And then I came home and I was like, well, shit, this is hard. Like I'm used to like putting out a post and getting all these, you know, hundreds of people s- replying and right. all this stuff. And I was like, wow, I forgot what it felt like to be down at the bottom again with like you put something out that you work hard on and then there's like crickets and so i was like oh well this is this is going to be a lot more difficult than i thought it would be and then i was like well what do i need to do to keep this fun for me because yeah the money's not going to motivate me and i'm really Mm -hmm. lazy when it comes to this stuff already even on my Mm -hmm. successful business the mad scientist and so it's like what's going to get me to do this and so this is where I'm hoping that I can start outsourcing. So I want to do the synth stuff because of the reasons I told you about. I want to get better at it. I want to really learn it to a deeper level. And I want to meet people that are better than me at it. So yep. none of that none of that is editing videos. Ed- editing videos <laughs> is <laughs> right. not going to get me there. Um, no. Building my sites not going to get me there. And all these things that I did no. for Mad Fientist because I was hungry and I was eager and I didn't know any other option other than to build it myself. Um, None of that's there. So it's like, well, if I can figure out a way to take everything else away and then I focus just on the content, which is the thing that I really enjoy and want to get better at and want to learn more about, then I think that's when I could actually succeed and build a sustainable business potentially. Um, it sounds like it has to be selfish. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that for a lot of things. But one of the things that I thought about was <laughs> I wish for Brew Cabin, like, I'm going to go out and brew. 
Like, I'm going to go outside. I just want to be alone. I just want to do it. The last thing I want to do is bring a fucking camera with me, even if it's my phone. Like, I'm not going to take pictures of me brewing. I'm not a picture taker. I'm not a video taker. But I'm like, you know what? It would be fun to have one other person out there just to chat with, with a camera who just, like, picks it up, starts filming shit, and then goes back into the editing bay, comes back with a with a uh, uh, basically a TV show that, like, I was just a reality star in, you know? Yeah. I was just doing what I do. And it just all of a sudden there's a video that it's and I'm and I'm in it and he's and the maybe the cameraman's asking me questions like why are you stirring it that way oh I'm stirring it this way blah 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 and then like something's built for me that. and it's like I, I think that's the I, I mean and I can I have the means to do that but yeah it's not the same as I'm not driven by the same things and I think that that also I was talking to Sean Ogle and he had um you know like his thing was the golf and he was doing like he was going golfing which is inherently like a leisure activity but in order to do that in order to get those things for free and to be able to travel like that he had to create content and so that was the price that he paid for for doing it and i think that that also was uh, there was still i don't know you know he's not here to sit, to defend himself but i think that that was motivated by money as well right. whereas like yeah this is at a a new level of like what the, what the how the fuck do you do yeah. it no no i really enjoyed that episode as well with uh, sean talking about yeah building a business yeah. from your hobby um but going back mm-hmm. to what you said about selfish i think i think that's key like i i used to feel bad about it but i think that's the only reason my site has survived and that's why money lab is so good it's like people ask mm-hmm. me all the time like hey can you write an article about 529 plans and i'm like i don't have kids so i give no. zero shits about it and you're going to be yeah. able to tell because it's going to be like none of the research that i normally do it's going to have none of the depth that it normally has because i just don't care and it's the same with money lab right. like the reason money lab is so different from all the other online business websites out there is because you're making it just for yourself because you're interested in these things yeah. and it shows like you like me as a consumer of money lab content it's obvious and that's why you're the only podcast i listen to in the entire online business space because it's like i don't want to be you know like you can tell the other stuff is just like oh this is what you know somebody says i should write about or this is what a question from my audience yeah. was and um you know maybe this will you know get a lot of search traffic or something but like I can right. see when it's a selfish thing, but that's a good thing. I think when you're producing content, cause you really do care about it and you're going to go deeper than other people will. Yeah. And I think we, even with money lab, the goal is to now, because it needs to make money, I think. And, um, as much as I don't need it, but I think while well, we have these courses, I'm as well, I have to do this podcast every week. I'm, I'm putting the time in. And so the idea is to do what I'm going to do very well. And then have someone else kind of like when it's all said and done, reinterpret it as a searchable post. Um, and we'll see how that goes. That'll be a very meta experiment within Money Lab because I think it's it's when I want to try it with a few posts and see what happens. But um, when you chose, I mean, you so to kind of go into the, um, the 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 project to begin with. So Synth Lab is the name of the website. The online experiment, the business experiment, was to make money with this, um, I'm assuming, content-based business, Yes. right? It wasn't like you were going to be selling the, the synthesizers you build. This is for other people who are 
hobbyist in building their own synthesizers. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how, how much I was going to say, how I, I'm, the other question is, is like, how much of it were you planning on it being just a, I guess what, what I don't know is I make beer, but I also drink mm-hmm. it. Um, how much of it is like making synthesizers and also being really good at playing synthesizers? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's both actually. Yeah. So it was, okay. so the, the part of the, thing that I mentioned in the post that I wrote was like, um, I just saw that there was an opportunity there because I I went on Reddit and there was a synthesizer subreddit, just like there was a financial independence subreddit way back seven years ago. And it was, it was around Mm -hmm. about the same number of subscribers and the same number of like, um, conversations that were happening. And obviously the fire thing has blown up since then. And now it's just like, you know, five or 10 times the amount that it was back in the day. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel that with the synthesizer stuff, because like there's a lot of new manufacturers coming out and um, electronic music's big and ma- writing beats yep. for rappers yep. is big and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, I do really see that there's like a, a opportunity and like something I've learned from the Mad Fientist is that I'm pretty good at like breaking down complicated things and making it hopefully easy to understand and um so I was like, I could use those skills, also all the things that I learned from building the Mad Scientist, and could potentially create a really interesting, useful resource in this community that is growing at the same sort of clip that I felt that Fire was back in 2012. And mm-hmm. um, so it was going to be both. It was like building synthesizers, but then also really being able to manipulate them and play exactly what you wanted to. And I didn't think that there was video content that was comprehensive and um, easily understandable that would allow people to do that. Cause I was looking again, this is, this goes back to the selfish thing. Like you, when you build something that you really want, um, you know, at least one person's going to really want it. Cause in, in there's <laughs> people are yeah. very similar. Like you think you're a unique butterfly, but you're, you're the same as everybody else pretty much. And there's sure. going to be a hundred thousand of you that are very similar to what you like and what you go through. Yeah. So, so this was the same back in Mad Fintus days. So like, I was like, I just, re- I really want somebody to dive into the numbers. Like I want really hard numbers, like not just like general ideas. Like I want somebody to break down the numbers, build a spreadsheet, share the spreadsheet, graphs, all that sort of stuff. And that's, that was like, well, I was like, well, I can build that. Like, that's what I want to make. So that was the mad scientist. And then exactly the same thing with the synth stuff. It's like, I really want to get a lot better at this, but I didn't feel like there was any resources for me to do that. I was like piecing all this stuff together from books and blogs and um, some videos and some software actually, but it wasn't like Mm -hmm. a very cohesive, complete thing. And I was like, well, I can build that. But like the mad scientist for the first four or five years, you weren't really making any money. Do you expect the same thing with SynthLab? Or were you like, no, I'm going to ba- I learned from the first four years of not making money. And so this time around, I'm going to get to uh, profit faster. No, yeah, it, it, it was it was probably going to take just as long. Um, I, I, okay. I did learn a lot, but losing that hunger, I think, was probably slow me down. So I, again, that wasn't. I, I was going to try to do it within two or three years just to keep the IRS from classifying it as a hobby. <laughs> um, sure. But yeah. um, but that, again, just like the Matt Fiennes, it wasn't the primary focus. Um, the primary focus was me getting better at this thing. Um, so mm-hmm. I was just going to do it naturally. And that that was a big thing. Like That's the only reason the Matt Fiennes still exists is because I didn't have that pressure on myself. There was never any like monetary goals or 
like this needs to be making money or like, oh, I need to be publishing every week because that's what every blogger says you have to do and you have to do it three times yeah. a week or once a day and all this stuff. Yeah. Like I would have burned out, flamed out, and I would have been long gone back in 2014 because it was making nothing. Yeah. It was taking up so much time just to get a post out a month because um, I obsess about words, I guess, way more than anybody. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> good it would... It would, I would have quit long before, but it was never, again, it was never about the money. It was like, okay, I'm building up this potential energy. So maybe one day I could utilize that for something. But I think uh, the biggest difference here, um, because what you're saying essentially is Synth Lab is, is going to be the same as Mad Fientist. It's, it's for a selfish reason, right? And it's not going to make any money. You kind of know that within the first four years, and eventually something will come. You're basically doing that, um, the, the 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 rolling the ball up the hill thing, right? You're going to build up that potential energy with this this synth website. I think the biggest difference, though, in in how you approached Mad Scientist and how you're approaching Synth Lab, which is similar to some university in my case, is that like, yeah, I'm not going to learn about financial shit unless there's a reason to learn it. Right. Like it's inherently boring. And since though, it sounds like you're really fucking yeah. into it and you're going to read the most detailed and you're going to watch the worst fucking YouTube videos. You're going to put up with it because you're gonna be like, I love this so much. Like I'm doing this regardless of there being an outside force telling me that like, well, the only way you're going to do it is if you write a blog post about it, you're going to do it anyway. And it's sort of like with homebrewing, like, I'm going to read a book about water chemistry specifically when it comes to brewing and I'm going to absorb that for myself. And I, I don't need to be like, well, the reason I'm reading this book is to translate it to, to the website so that I can really learn it. It's, I feel like there's a difference there and that's maybe that's another loss of driving. Mm. Yeah. But I, at least I, I think I feel like I've have, have enough experience doing similar stuff where if I am just reading something, I'll think I have it nailed down. I'll, I'll think, yeah, I've I've got that right. definitely. But I until you until I in... try to write about it, and then I'm like, oh wait, I actually don't really understand oh, don't that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that luckily yeah. is still a driver. Because yeah, you're right. I it's way more fun watching a synth YouTube video than it was reading some IRS document to figure out a mm -hmm. like a strategy for tax avoidance back in the day so yeah it's going to be way yeah. easier to get me started but i think just knowing how much better i'll learn something if i try to teach somebody else will still that that's really what's going to keep driving me to do this project and what is the like where are you now and what is the goal but you know like what do you have in your in your head as big sure. picture so so yeah like i said i went to moogfest with all these big like i'm just gonna launch this thing and it's just gonna be like the mad scientist i'm gonna have all these thousands of people talking to me and stuff and then that didn't yeah. happen and then i took a step back and was like well, what's the point again um and that's when i realized i need to bring somebody else on so what i've done is i've talked to a buddy of mine who's amazing with branding and video um he has a creative uh, graphic design business in Scotland here. We've been wanting to pair up on something for years because he still has the drive for earning side income. Um, yep. And we've said we've always wanted to collaborate on something. And I'm like, well, let's just do it on this because you've got you want to try all these like YouTube advertising strategies and all these uh, all this stuff like 
you want something yep. online that you can promote and you're amazing at creating animations and graphics and stuff, which will make these mm. videos just like exactly what I want and what I have in my head that I don't want to learn how sure. to do. So, so he's really busy at the moment and he said he'd be free to pick this up in January of 2020 which was great for me. So it's just on the back burner at the moment. I'm still doing all my research and stuff and building up the content as far as I see it in my heads, as far as like, just like which videos and what's yeah. the topic and what's the information behind that topic. Um, but it's going to be put on hold until we collaborate. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about that, actually, because it's going to let me, like I said, just focus on the things that I really want to care about and want to do and then just offload the rest. And then we can have and and, and he's in Scotland, too. So it'll get me out of my computer and actually yeah, see a human being in real life. Maybe right. once or twice. That's no, that's awesome. And 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 with um, Synth Lab, like what's the uh, what does it look like? Because right now it's just a landing page. And what, so what, are you planning on it being like a WordPress site where there's blog posts that have uh, videos attached to it? Uh, or is it just going to be a YouTube channel? Like what was your plan there? Yeah. So, um, I hate giving control up to a company. Just, I love owning everything that I do, but for the most part, it's going to be video. So it could, yeah. it could potentially just be a YouTube channel, um, and yeah, obviously just maybe a small site just to put, push people back to, but, sure. um, but yeah, I'm not sure that's, that's going to be something that I, I would imagine it would just start as a YouTube channel just to limit the amount of work that we need to do up front, but mm -hmm. potentially having something there on the site. But yeah, I just, I don't like, yeah, giving like Facebook Control all my, yeah, or, you know, or even you or YouTube, right? Exactly. Any of them. So Yeah. So, um, what is your revenue model? So yeah, the, <laughs> coming from the whole finance space, like it just seems like there's like a million opportunities because it's actually, well, just like golf or homebrewing, like people with these types of hobbies like to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas and it's people, not cheap stuff, right? No, it's not cheap stuff. Um, so yeah, the, obviously creating like a really good intro course on YouTube was one of the ideas which then would be based around one of the really good entry entry level synths that has come out in recent years. Um, so like producing all the content with that and then obviously promoting that as a really good first synth for people. So then, mm -hmm. you know, having some sort of affiliate relationship for that. Um, okay. Also, if I created a big comprehensive intro course, then having a more advanced pro course that I could potentially sell would be another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously doing things like synth reviews. There's a lot of people that already do that. So I don't think I'm going to get into that, but if people want to send me free stuff, then I will play with it <laughs> and be very sure, happy yeah. playing with it. Um, yep. so there's that, there's also, um, there's also software that's actually quite good for learning how to like really train your ear so that you can recreate synth patches. Um, mm -hmm. so there, they have an aff affiliate, um, affiliate program that I could enroll yep. in that would supplement the video courses that I plan to create. Um, and then as far as getting viewers, um, this is something that I stumbled across by accident on the mad scientist was that, you know, when I interviewed like Mr. Money mustache was my first interview back in, I think may of 2012. And at that point I had no readers, no listeners, no readers, nothing. 
and no real way for them to find me unless because my Google SEO game was really even worse back then. So I had no idea what I was yeah. doing. Um, but people would search for Mr. Money Mustache all the time because he was big. He wasn't as huge as he is now, but he was really big still back then. And then they mm -hmm. would find my interview. And then that started happening with all my other guests because they were bigger than me. And then so that that was just dumb luck. But for the synth business, I plan to do that, but in a different way. So I would show somebody how to recreate a famous patch, like, I don't know, like some famous like synth line in a real song, and then hopefully start getting mm -hmm. traffic that way, which then would lead to the courses and then get people mm. on board that way. So use Google as a search engine. I mean, sorry, use YouTube as a search engine and sort of like find those really popular synth lines and very popular songs that people are searching for and then hopefully get some yeah. traction that way. You know, uh, I don't know much about building synths, um, but for my guess is that like, and just, I'm just kind of spitballing this uh, like right here, but would an overhead, a single stationary overhead camera as you're building a synth work? I would think so. Yeah. What would you want to see? Like, what do you want to see in a video that that really no one has done before? Yeah, so, like so th for the building, yeah, I think an overhead shot would work. Um, for the playing, the, the the whole reason this synth idea came about was because, like I said, this intro synth came out that was amazing, but it had an oscilloscope on it, so you can actually see the waveform that you're creating as you tweak all of these parameters and for me learning this mm -hmm. stuff that that was just huge because i could see what different things were altering the sound yeah that exactly was so that was a big idea for the intro course was to have yeah me showing my hands and how i'm creating these sounds with a lot of like overlaid graphics to show like the sort of theory behind it but then having mm -hmm. you know a shot of that oscilloscope in the in the video as well so that you can actually see it and then Corner. the people that are actually doing it in their house could you know compare it and try to match up with the waveform that i'm creating yeah um so yeah. So, so yeah the video actual taking the video shouldn't be too difficult um it's the, it's editing, the editing and making it look polished and professional and all that sort of stuff and all the graphics that i you know have in my mind that i think would really take a hard concept and make it more easy to understand. I think I need that stuff too. And that's why uh, partnering up with my buddy seems like the perfect solution. Yeah. I've, I've been, um, yeah, I've obviously been doing video quite a bit recently and I've, <laughs> I knew that I wouldn't do video unless it was incredibly easy for me to do. And, uh, like I had to do the whole soup to nuts thing at first to learn it. And then it was like, okay, like I can, I mean, I have the means to outsource this pretty quickly. And obviously it was making money on YouTube already. Um, and it was really just like a stationary camera and kind of sitting there, not really leaving my workspace, like not doing animations. Like there was a lot of things where I just like opted out of and then went, I will be able to do those things once the channel's up and it's getting traction, there's money to come in. I'm like, you know what? I really want to do a how chlorine works animation where like you see these like really complex, really cool animations like Vox style or whatever, where I, but I can't do that right now, nor am I going to pay somebody to do that because I don't think that the YouTube channel is making enough money for me to go, well, 
now my now I can kind of reinvest and go, I can do this. Cause I again, you know, I'm like you, I'm like, yeah, I can learn it and I can do it. But I, I can also, you know, brew a beer and <laughs> right. not do that and and still, you know, and for so what I'm thinking with, with some university is like get the channel up, get it as like get fucking videos out there that are super helpful. Like I'm not writing the content. I'm not editing. I'm just like sitting in front of a camera with a script and just like kind of going forward with it and then just passing all that footage off and, you know, letting somebody else sort of like interpret it and with some rules and then kind of taking it back and saying, okay, well, this is a video. It's not exactly what's in my head. It's not exactly what I want, but it's Mm. not nothing. You know, it's, it's a, it is a video. And so that goes up. And obviously I keep getting better and better at the process and keep getting better and better and making more money, which then I can reinvest into doing like full animations every once in a while. So I think that there that's to me, I'm, I'm motivated by that, like incredibly tight process of basically me doing as little as possible. Right. And that's the the same process that I eventually want to create for brew cabin where it's like, you know, I don't really want to be holding the camera. I don't want, I want somebody else to film me like a reality show. And then I just upload the files and then it becomes a show somehow. Now I may, I'm, I'm interested in directing it for the first few times and to kind of like develop what the template is for the videos going forward. And perhaps there's multiple templates for different types of videos. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I have no interest in like the, in the moment making like directing somebody like, Oh, film this, like go this. I'd rather just show up and go, okay, here's what we got to do. Like, let's just, I'm going to do my thing and I'll talk it out. But other than that, like, I'm just going to do my thing. And I think there's, there's, I think you could do it. Yeah, no, I think that's the right way to, to take it, to tackle it because the, like with the mad scientist, like I had no idea what I was doing back in the day with, I had never interviewed anybody. I'd never done a podcast. I'd, I'd, I just had a, um, Logitech headset that Mm -hmm. I, my colleague gave me to use as my microphone and headset and it sounded terrible. And it's like, I didn't know any of that stuff. And I think that's going to be a a struggle with starting this. I'm not going to let, like, I didn't know what I didn't know back then. Yeah. And now I sort of know what I don't know, and it's going to be harder to just push out stuff. I'm going to want it to be perfect because I feel like I've dialed in my mad fine to stuff so that it's almost perfect in my mind. Right. Right. So starting from scratch and like, it's going to be a good exercise. It's going to be, I need to let go of some stuff. I need to, it doesn't have to be perfect and I don't have to do everything. And that's going to be hopefully a side benefit of launching this new thing is to maybe relax a bit with <laughs> mad scientist even. Yeah. And does, does publishing about it, like the way that I publish a money lab, give you any sort of motivation into getting it done and to, to for because you have an audience who is interested in this kind of project from a more meta standpoint, like how do you finish up that post? Like what, what, what is successful at that point? Right. Yeah. No, I, it would just be an ongoing experiment, I think. And yeah, thanks for letting me steal your money lab format for that, even though I haven't. I, I didn't invent it. <laughs> I haven't even updated it. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it it would be an ongoing thing. Because, like, yeah. that's the other thing, like post work stuff that you do. Goals are pretty bad because then you're like, oh, what next? So yeah, sort of I've been trying to do less concern myself less with goals than just like, all right, this is my new thing. This is my new life. So now I have this new synth business and I'm going to keep just making 
stuff until I either, you know, get tired of or not interested in synths or I just, you know, just keep doing it because, um, yeah. So in my ideal world, it would be just constantly updating experiments where I'm just trying stuff out, showing what works. Um, and yeah, talking about some of the struggles. So this, yeah, this, like this episode is going to be my first update for that experiment in a long time. I'll just link to this and be like, this is what, this is why I even heard from me because this is all the stuff that I've been going through. Um, yeah. and yeah, so it would just be just another experiment. And I think take like, just like you do, like treating it as an experiment, I think probably f- at least me, it would free my mental state and be like, well, I'm just trying something. So yeah, it, it makes it easier to not take us, not take, not, not take it seriously, but put as much, it makes it easier to not put as much pressure on myself. I think it's just like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build this thing. I have no expectations for how it's going to go, but, and if it, and if it doesn't work, okay, it didn't work. It didn't work, but I still learned a ton of stuff that I wouldn't have learned as well. I met some people I wouldn't have met. I went to synth conferences that I wouldn't have spent money for had it not been a business expense and it would have still been a success, a success. So yeah. Yeah. Andrew, Mm. does this, sound anything like lasso in any way do you see do you sense any of this like struggle with lasso in this experiment yeah because uh even where you guys are talking about you could just bring someone on to do editing and stuff like that but then you have to manage that person and yeah. and then you're that still work and then you're kind of like responsible for them like now you're providing a major part of their incomes. You can't be like bored with it. And uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like in, in a way you almost like paint yourself into a corner, you know, I, a, I look, I, I look at it. Sorry, again. That's yeah. a great point that I didn't even consider. Cause yeah, like, me neither. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I did not even think about that, but I, I'm going to bring my buddy on. He's going to be full steam ahead. He's going to feel like I did back in 2012 when I had my 30 year old meltdown and he's going to mm-hmm. be like full steam ahead. And he'll be like, We're, all right, I'm ready. Where's the next video? And I'll be like, yeah. uh, but he's going to w- get pissed at you <laughs> for not pushing it forward. And right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then you're going to have weird feelings about it. Right. No, that's that's a huge. And, and you're right. And if it's not my friend, then it's going to be somebody that I have to manage and somebody that I have to pay and somebody that I have to deal with. That might be a motivation hack. Right. You know? It could be. Uh, could be. <laughs> I, I think uh, that's sort of what I'm trying to figure out in this in this sort of conversation is to figure out how do you motivate yourself when there's nothing on the line, you know? And, and when you when you just said that, it's a motivation hack. My initial thought or the feeling that I had inside when you said motivation hack was like, no, that's right. I don't want a motivation hack. I want to do this for the love of it. I don't want to have to trick myself right. into doing this. But then... That goes back to what you and Sean talked about. How do you keep a hobby something that you enjoy when you do turn it into a business? Because like I said, there's great benefits to turning a hobby into a business, but then there are are these yes. downsides that you guys talked about, and this seems like one of them as well. I'll, I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, because uh, I've said it many times on like, Listen Money Matters, and I, I think here, like, and I'm sure you get a ton of this, Brandon, where people email you, email you that you've never met before, and they're like, Blah, blah, blah. You've completely changed my life. I got out of debt. I retired early, yada, yada, yada. And that is really what kind of has pushed me forward when it's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is a lot of work. And 
I think to answer your question, Matt, with Lasso is like, I realized that building Listen Money Matters was my like hack to FI. Like I made more with Listen Money Matters than I ever could have with any other job. Like there just are salaries that, that pay that. And so I want other people to be able to do that. And so and I was telling Matt, like, it's like a revolving door. People come over to my house. I show them AHRFs. I'm like, do this. This is what I have to do next. And I guess I get fulfillment through that. And so it's it's almost That's like your hack. Yeah. It's like my hack is Matt makes me do this or Laura makes me do this. And so I do it because I don't want to let them down, you know, and so it kind of is the propeller, I guess. That's a. Uh... I can I can get behind that as a motivation hack. I can get behind the idea that the, the yeah the the hobby thing is is really where it gets kind of hairy, right? And it's like this thing that I like to do, but ultimately I don't want it to ruin it. It's what the reason I didn't become a chef. It's because like I love cooking so much, and it's like well now I'm gonna be sweating in the back of a kitchen. Like the last thing I want to do when I get home is to make a freaking omelet. Like I'm not gonna want to do it. I think the thing with um, hobbies is other people often don't want you to do them. Like imagine, or I'm sure you you kind of get this with home brewing where you love and you do it so much, and probably Stephanie might wish that you did more of other things and less of brewing, or maybe the same thing with synth stuff where if there was like something bigger to it, like everyone might get on board. Like I love playing video games, but no one in my life loves that. That's a hobby. <laughs> right. Because you're not making. Yeah. But if you were making money from video games and you were paying the bills of video games, they're like, yeah, oh, you should be playing more video games. Exactly. You need to practice. Yeah. They're like, Andrew, why aren't you playing video games right now? Yeah. That's a good point too. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 one of the things, the other, one of the hacks that I came up with was, uh, and you had mentioned this about like, if people want to send me free shit, like I'll play with it. Right. And so with homebrewing, I'm like, hell yeah, dude, send in the gear, right? Send in the gear. Cause I will make a beer. That's my, that's my tagline. <laughs> um, and I, I, I thought, well, they're going to want me to do a review, right? Because no one's just going to send you shit to be like, hey, we like you. Here's a free fucking $20,000 synth. Or I don't know how much synths yeah. cost, obviously. Like, what could it be? $10? I don't know. Anywhere um, from, yeah, 100 to 20000 at least, yeah. Right. So I just think of uh, uh, Dead Mouse's entire studio as like Amazing, a, yeah. a synth. Yeah. Uh, so like send me, the, send me the gear, but like I don't want to write a fucking <laughs> review. Like I don't want to do it. And one of the hacks I thought of was, well, I don't mind talking about the things that I liked and disliked. I don't, I could do that all day. I could jump on with Andrew or anybody and be like, so I was trying out this thing the other day and it like, yeah, I had this fucking O-ring that didn't work and then this thing fell off. But then like, I really liked the fact, like I could do that all day. And I thought I'll just take my phone and use like the notes thing or, or the uh, voice recorder and literally just sit there. And just talk about like my experience with it, and I'll, I'll I'll play with it for a month, and then just like sit down and kind of voice it out, and then send the voice recording into something like Rev mm. or 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 my editor, and be like, "Can you make this a <laughs> review? I, I, I let's, let's see what happens." That's and, what happens with Listen Money Matters episodes and the show notes. We record our yeah. audio, and then people create articles from it. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's like that's one way around it too. It's just like you know. It, it, the motivation is to get free shit, you know, you know, and then not spend money. Maybe 
I don't know, as a, as somebody super frugal. Yeah. Oh, could also yeah, be no, that that's absolutely hack. that's that's more motivating than earning the extra cash. Yeah, just because because yeah, because I have issues with spending, which is has helped me mm-hmm. get to fi obviously, but it is also not necessary to be that extreme with spending. So there's mm-hmm. loads of stuff that I really want and that could easily afford, but I will never get just because I have such <laughs> issues with oh. spending. So that would be amazing. Brandon, I have the hack for you. There are affiliates that pay out an Amazon gift card. <laughs> oh, no way. And, and <laughs> Lauren, hi, it's like a game. Like the money is whatever, but we need more Amazon <laughs> gift cards or we can't spend on Amazon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need more paper towels. Not unless you make an affiliate sale. <laughs> that would... <laughs> You're gonna have to use yeah, tissues. That would be amazing. That that's exactly the type of hacks I need because yeah, it, that would that mm. would make it a lot more fun. Um, so yeah, the free stuff would be amazing. Um, but yeah, going back to the hobby thing, like we're obviously talking about a lot of issues with making a hobby a business. But I really couldn't even conceive of having a business that I didn't really personally enjoy. Like the, the flip side yeah. of it is just completely mind-blowing to me like i i saw a van go by and it was like sofa and carpet specialist was the thing on the side of the van and i was like how do you do that how maybe and and, and maybe it's something yeah. like as you learn about sofas and carpets and you become the man at it you you get some enjoyment out of it which i think a lot of people find in their normal jobs but to, for me to start a business and slog through four years of earning nothing for putting 80 hours a week in and not earning anything for me to do that and not find the topic interesting on a personal level like i can't even fathom it i mean that's swim university right so how did you do exactly it yeah that so is. but obviously you had some expertise in swimming pools and hot tubs just based on your your jobs my job yeah yeah so and so you that, enjoyed but, it way back when i still enjoy it it's weird <laughs> I, it, it's it's um so I, I i've told this story before but it's like imagine being a 13 year old boy in a in a pool store and adults are coming into you and asking for your advice on how to take care of their home. And you, you have a weird amount of power over an adult. Like you have just like, it's really strange. Like I'm doing chemistry in the back room to fix your fucking problem, dad. <laughs> you know, it's really, it's really weird. And so I got a sort of enjoyment from being this know-it-all expert when people came into the store. So people would come in with an O-ring. Like just a black O-ring. And I would be like, Hayward, 2100, um, super pump. They're like, how the fuck <laughs> did you know that? And I'm like, dude, this is all I do. All I do all day is stare at O-rings. And like, I can just see the sizes in my head. And that there's an enjoyment there. So it was very easy for me to transition into like the pool care side of things with the online business. The problem was writing. I hated writing. But I found an interest in website design. And so there was like, I was marrying this thing that I kind of just had in my head. I just had all this like information and it just needed to get out of me. But I was really not interested in that part. That was just like what I did for a a day job. What I was really interested in was building websites. And so that was sort of the marriage there. And I found a lot of enjoyment, just like I'm finding incredible enjoyment in YouTube optimization. Like I am having a blast doing it. it. It's such a weird small little thing but i'm learning so much about this one thing that like i'm i'm like i like the idea of becoming an expert or becoming a go-to person in in the, in a space and so but but then once i learn it 
like I've not, I've not pursued learning more about pool care ever since. Like I'm not going to go read a, uh, an, uh, an article about black algae because there's some new technique that I've never heard of. Like, I don't care. Like I learned it. Yeah. It's done. So you, so, so you I had just, the interest and the expertise before you started swim you. Yeah. So could you have imagined starting swim university? Had you not had that? So, so that's what I'm sort of saying is like picking up mm. a topic from scratch where you don't have an interest. Mm. And so that's what I was saying before is like, yeah, people who have a job that they may not like at first, they grow to love it because they have that expertise and they get good at it and they actually find happiness in that. Yeah. And they were like forced to get through those steps right. by somebody else. Exactly. So they're yes. forced to get through it just like you were forced to get through it with pool care. But when yeah. you're starting a business, no one's forcing you and the amount of work that it takes on mm. to get past that yeah. is so much. And so that's where I can't even imagine somebody creating an online business or just creating any business in a topic that they ha don't have that expertise or interest in from the get go. I will say it's hard, but I, I am. Uh, so like currently I'm researching buying a car and I and I have always been shitty at buying cars and I don't want to be shitty. I want to go into a car dealership and like throw down the gauntlet and be like, give me the fucking price. I'm walking the hell out of here. Like I want to be that guy. And so I'm doing a ridiculous amount of research. I'm talking to a guy through the podcast that we run. Like I'm, I'm using the, the things at my disposal to learn about this thing. When it's all said and done, I will have owned my car and I will have all this information in my brain. The, the, the question is, is could I start an online business on teaching people how to negotiate car payments? Mm. I believe that the answer is yes, I could do it. And the reason I can do it is not because I'm not interested in the topic. Because I was, I am currently interested in the topic for a very selfish reason, reason right? But I am also very interested in building businesses. Mm. So that's, it's, for me, it's, I think that's it's the thing. Like you love the machine and, and the building yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like to me, like the same way as like building a synth, it's like a, a website is an entire synth. It's like I am building this one <laughs> mega synth that that like doesn't make sounds. It makes well, it does make sounds. <laughs> Cha <-ching! laughs> that's what it does. <laughs> so I mean, that's to me. That's what I find enjoyment in. I don't really find enjoyment in the actual topics themselves, mm. you know, um, like I and I've this is why I feel like I'm a serial entrepreneur, because it's like I can build brew cabin roasty. I can build all these things. And after a while, like I'm going to I got tired of coffee. I'm like, I drink coffee every fucking day. Like I, and I've, I've tried every single type of coffee on the planet. I've I you know, I did all the things. I'm like, I've absorbed as much as I can absorb as a person. And I'm kind of like, OK, well, now I have this this thing. What do I do with it? And I and I could always find, you know, well, I'm going to do a, a YouTube show, but I I'm going to figure out a you know it's all about building the machine, but not literally having to sit there and run it all the time. So I think that that's how I would hack that particularly because I just find like what is the it's kind of a meta sort of you know what um, I found is like in the beginning when you have energy, it's really hard to like build this thing, and then when you have it. Uh, I found like a lot of joy in just tweaking because it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's rather easy. I'll put like five minutes in, know this. and then like all of a sudden it made this big difference. And so you know, you don't have to yeah shovel the shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. no, yeah, and I, it, I think I think that's it, how we differ though, as far as the business thing. Like the business, even still, like I love yeah the Mad Finds is a business that I didn't expect has been like a huge treat, and I love mm -hmm. 
everything about it. But at the end of the day, like I'm only still publishing a post or a podcast once every two months because it's only when I get interesting interested in the topic itself or the person is when I'll actually do the work because the business, the machine itself is not enough for me to to keep it going. It's the it's the content that's still driving me. Yeah. So it's like you couldn't when you mentioned earlier about like spending all this time developing a faster website, like you, you didn't find you, you felt like you were just slogging through that or did you find pure enjoyment in that? Oh, it was a slog. I was cursing yeah. the problems <laughs> that I would come across. And yeah, thanks. Right. Thanks to right. for yeah, talking me through a lot of them. But I it was yeah. a slog. But it, at the end of the day, I felt great. Like and you accomplish sure. anything. I think you're going to feel good. But had it not been, you know, you guys smacking me in the face with it and being like, why is your site so slow? I wouldn't have done right. it because it's not the thing that's driving me. Yeah, it's like, oh, the mad fine. It's sure. running. It's up. It's up and running. That's fine. Yep. Um, yep. And yeah, it's only when I come across something that I'm like, oh, I really need to dive into that or write about it or there's somebody I really want to talk to. Then that's when I push my push that business forward because it's yeah. actually content that's interesting to me. So in 2020, January 2020 is when you're like, you're thinking this is going to be like full speed ahead with with synthlab.co, correct? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I didn't yeah. even realize I ripped you off on there too. <laughs> it was only to after <laughs> no. the fact. I was like, shit, no. that's Matt's site pretty much. There's, Ah, it doesn't, it doesn't I matter. just wanted to use my uh, science imagery from Mad Fientist. I was like, if I get an, if I get some graphic design that has a bunch of flasks and beakers, I could just use that again yep. for a synth lab, just change the colors. So that was my thinking. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why I use every every brand that I own is the same WordPress nice. name. It's just like, and it's just different color schemes that are all very similar. Um, so 2020 synthlab.co you're going to be updating it on madfiantist.com yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll i'll update that same post uh, that i wrote and um i have a few experiments happening so i need to have an experiments mm-hmm. homepage. so by 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 january 2020 i will have madfiantist.com slash experiments and you can click on one <laughs> nice. of the experiments there i that'll, that gives me enough time to do it uh, where else can people find you online or where else do you want to direct people who are listening to the show? Yeah, madfinetist.com is the best place. And yeah, there's financial independence podcast on iTunes and stuff, but all of that mm-hmm. is linked to from madfinetist.com. So that's probably the best place. Cool. Uh, Brandon, thank you for coming on the show. Guys, this is an honor. This is, yeah, uh, like I said, I've been listening to the the podcast since you started it. And that's awesome. I've been big fans of your both uh for for many years now so yeah thanks Thank for having you. me on we uh all need to get to scotland sometime dude yeah Ste- you guys gotta Steph do has it. been steph has been saying it mul- she said it to me multiple times she's like we we're going to scotland we're gonna go to scotland i'm like i i mentioned it once i was like <laughs> all right yeah i mean yeah it's yes okay we will we will get there well you're more sure. than welcome we have a spare bedroom in edinburgh so yeah, nice. you guys could hit that up anytime and uh yeah maybe see you in colorado actually we're um I was going to ask you if you're coming stateside soon. Yeah, yeah, we're going to I'm going to this this is another video experiment. I'm I'm going we're doing a 4 week uh road trip through the Rockies to potentially find a mountain destination to uh maybe spend some time in every year. Um really? I need more mountains in my life and yep. so we're going to do a big yeah, big we're going to get a mountain collective pass and just hit up all the resorts where we can ski two days and just do like a 4 week trip. Uh, all right. Well, thanks again, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks. See you guys. Uh, Got to thank 
Andrew, my Andrew, for joining me on this episode Woo. of Money Lab. Thank you, man. Nailed it. Uh, and I also want to thank Adam for sending in my new middle name, Joyce Sparkler. Uh, I'm assuming that has a reference to Marie Kondo and Spark Joy. Mm. I didn't get that, but I didn't get no, that. You didn't no, get that? I didn't get that either. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I spark joy in some people. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, don't toss me out with your uh, blouse or your trousers that you uh, that it didn't spark joy. I actually don't have any blouses. You'll have to tell me about your blouse game later. Okay. <laughs> it's it's on point, I'll tell you that. So uh, that's it. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges. And you can email me, and please do, matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. And um, maybe some guests, if you if you have an idea for a guest. Um, I'd love to have some more people on. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>